You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It is Friday, the 1st of June, 2018, and this is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke. Eric Sprott is out in the field this week and unable to join us, so pinch hitting for him. He's a guy we spoke to a, oh, a couple of months back, Bob Thompson who is a Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager with Raymond James in Vancouver. You can find a lot of his work at bobthompson.ca. He's also the author of the great book, Stock Market Superstars, Secrets of Canada's Top Stock Pickers. And uh, like I said, a uh, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager for Raymond James, so he's a good guy to pick his brain on a, on a summer Friday. Bob, thank you so much for taking, spending some time with us. Great to be with you again, Craig. Hey, Bob, just before we get started, I always like to tell everybody about the specials that are headed, going on at Sprott Money. This week, this is pretty cool. Uh, we are offering a one-ounce silver American Eagle coin for just $2.99 over Spot. This is a limited-time offer, so please take advantage of this amazing deal by visiting SprottMoney.com. Or, of course, you can call 888-861-0775 for more information. All right, Bob, the big news of the morning is the uh, June 1 release of the U.S. jobs report. I always find it funny that they can give you the May jobs report the very next morning at 8.30 a.m. after May finished. But nonetheless, they guessed at a pretty big number and guessed at some uh, wage growth as well. What do you uh, think of the, the, the economic data this morning and its impact on the gold price? Yeah, modern technology, right? They come out with the jobs report a few hours after the end of the month, but that's, I guess, why they always revise, and it seems like they always revise down, but anyway, that's that's what yeah. they're, they're coming out with this morning at 223, right, for uh, for the actual number, and, um, you know, it's interesting, because gold really hasn't been affected that much, it's down uh, about half a percent, and silver's actually up a little bit this morning, so, you know, I, I think the market, you know, tend to look through these numbers, and we can we can talk about that maybe maybe in a second, but I think what's important, you know, a lot of times good becomes bad and bad becomes good. So in other words, if we keep getting job numbers like this and they don't, they don't revise them down. Then what we're going to start to see is inflation, which is obviously good for gold. So it gets to be the, the, the time where you look and you say, well, is this a good job number actually good or is it, or is it bad for gold? Right. And I, I think we started to see the wages pick up this, uh, to, um, this month a little bit more than, than was expected. And, uh, you know, the consensus out there is that, we have this technology and automation, and so inflation and wages are never, ever going to go up again, even though we get uh, um, very strong wage growth. And I don't think that's the case. So I think the market's kind of toying with that right now. Bob, I want to ask you about that gold and silver price this morning. Uh, as we record here, it's a little bit after 10 Eastern time, and, and gold's only, and I say only, off $7, and silver's actually up as it trades on the COMEX uh, I, I guess if you were short, you'd be uh, frustrated and, and maybe surprised by that because the dollar is soaring and the bond market is selling off. I know you follow the Commitment of Traders report. Does it? Uh, do you think that uh, perhaps maybe gold and silver are doing okay just mainly because of that uh, Commitment of Traders positioning? Yeah, you know, I, I think so. I watched that uh, uh, obviously uh, with great interest and a lot of negativity out there right now. And, uh, you know, we've talked about before that it's not going to go down anymore if everybody that's sold has already sold. In other words, if, if 100% of people out there are negative on something, the chances of it going down are, are, are pretty low, actually. So you look at this, you look at this report, and, and you know, what I'd like to see is it push even further, and the, and the, uh, the small speculators 
uh, get even more negative, and then that'll show us hopefully there's a bottom in the gold market. But I, I have a chart here, which obviously we can't see, but I go back um, pretty far, <clears throat> and you see that every time it's, it, when these when these um, small speculators get very very negative. Generally speaking, that's a, that's a market bottom for gold. We're not uh, we're not quite there yet, but we're we're going in that direction right now. Something we got to keep track. Would be another cot report uh, later on today for those that follow it. Mm-hmm. Bob, it seems like now the focus is going to turn to the the June FOMC meeting, which is the week after next, coming up on Tuesday and Wednesday, whatever that is, the twelfth and thirteenth of June, I believe. Everybody's expecting another Fed funds rate hike at that point, but you know. And no one's really sure what's going to happen after that. And, and I guess I should point out that gold has actually rallied rather sharply uh, following five of the previous six rate hikes. What are your thoughts on the FOMC and, and interest rates as we go through the balance of this year? Well, you know, it's all about not what the numbers are, but what the expected numbers are. And then not even what the expected numbers are, but what the whispered numbers are. So it's, it's, it's crazy how this, uh, how this works. But there's a 70% chance that they're going to raise rates. That's the expectation. So I think gold's going gold's to look through that. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a great, great point. If I can um, go back to 2011, remember, gold surged up to 1920. Everybody remembers that, right? And then, but what happened is the gold stocks were actually starting to decline before that. And I think that was the market looking through and saying, maybe, maybe gold's going to peak at this level. And uh, and it's not going to be a good thing for the stocks. And we started to see that now too. You know, going going into uh, um, even 2017 um, and 2018 here, the stocks have been doing okay, although gold's been uh, been trailing off. And I wonder if the market again is starting to to look through that. So I you know I, I think what we're going to see here is you know the Fed's probably going to probably going to raise rates again. That's just a 70 percent chance that it's going to do that. But everybody's going to be negative on the market and. Uh, the last five or six times this has happened, gold has rallied and the gold stocks have rallied pretty dramatically after uh, after a Fed rate hike. So we're, we're within two weeks of that. We've got a good job number. Now we got uh, the Fed rate hike. Hopefully we can look forward to some good things after that. And there's some seasonality in gold, too, obviously, later in the summer. Yeah, even just last summer, as most folks will recall, we sold off for a couple of weeks after the June rate hike. And then went from 1220 to 1360 over the next couple of months. So it wouldn't be unprecedented for a late summer rally. And, and Bob, do you, you know, I just want to ask you about kind of a theory that I have and that the, that the Fed is kind of trapped and that if they keep raising the Fed funds rate and long rates spike, well, that's going to crush the U.S. economy through, you know, higher debt service and higher mortgage rates and the like. But if they keep raising the Fed funds rate and long rates don't, spike and instead fall they're going to invert the yield curve and that's going to lead to a recession too i mean does does that seem to make sense it, it certainly does and that's i think that's the the issue here is that when you have massive amounts of credit either on the consumer level like we do here in canada or um on the on the federal level you, you get your hands tied right whatever you do is is going to end up not so good so i think that's what they're trying to do they're they're trying to get that goldilocks scenario right now where they keep everything just absolutely perfect but um i think what the market worries about is that if something gets out of control here if the bond market starts to starts to get hit pretty hard there's there's, there's not a lot they can do right and the other the other thing i think that, you know that supports gold right now is that you know nobody's talking about it again and that's why it's good to pay attention to to it because nobody's talking about it and that is the uh, trillion dollar deficit if everything's so great and unemployment's so low and the economy's doing so well why are we still running trillion dollar um deficits what's that going to be when we hit a recession right 
That's for sure. They all those budgets that, that show ten trillion dollars in deficits over the next ten years all assume three percent GDP growth, and that's going to be a right, right. That's right. a tough hill to climb. Right. All right, Bob, I would be remiss if uh, in our final minutes I didn't uh, ask you about the mining sector. I know that's a specialty of yours, especially where you're based in Vancouver. Uh, you've got a number of indicators that you follow pretty closely, and I know a lot of folks listening to us follow the mining sector pretty closely. So I just wanted to see if just kind of pick your brain a little bit and have you share some of the things that you follow and uh, and see if that helps us all get a little better feel for where we are as a sector. Sure. You know, we, we've we talked about sentiment before, and I think it's really important to, you know, as Jim Rogers said, skip the degree in finance if you want to be in this business and get a degree in history, philosophy, and psychology. That's what makes markets move, right? And if you can get the sentiment right, then then you can make some good trades here. And I, I think, you know, two things here. One is, you know, you kind of look at uh, what representation gold stocks are in the index, in the Toronto index. In the U.S., it's never really that big, but in Canada, the, the mining sector can get up to 10%. And right now, gold stocks are a, a fairly low uh, position, a lot lower than normal on the index. And that, that's usually positive, right? When, when gold stocks get too high, as far as a percentage of the TSX, um, like financial services stocks are now, or like energy stocks have been in the past, then you know that's a negative. So there, there's a bit of a positive, tells you we're, we're probably at the beginning of the cycle. You can Google this. It's uh, called uh, the Invest Tech Mining Clock. And they update this every uh, every so often if things change. And, and it's fantastic for actually seeing where you are in the cycle. And it goes from 12 o'clock clockwise all the way around to 12 o'clock again. And they originally did this in January 2016, said we were at 3 o'clock, which is kind of the, the depths of depression and the depths of of uh, negativity in the market. But what, what it says is what happens at various times on the clock. So you can actually reverse engineer and see where we are in the, in the, uh, in the whole cycle, depending upon what's happening. So it comes with company liquidations and dividend cuts and asset write-downs. Those are all things that happen at the bottom. And interestingly enough, you know, we are probably around 6.30 to 7 right now. So it's buy time from about five o'clock till eight o'clock. And we're in that area for the, for the stocks. And you start to see that, right? The, the market's rewarding good things that are happening. And, you know, if, the, if, if gold's down 1% in a day for various reasons, you know, you'll see some of the good stocks that are coming out with some good news. They're, they're starting to rally. And that's, that's a good thing. That's telling you that uh, we're, we're probably well into a, a pretty good cycle here. And by the time everybody's talking about the fact that we are, in a great mining cycle and you know when gold's up at 2000 or whatever the case is you know we'll probably be at nine or ten o'clock then because that's all factored into the market so i, I think that's a it's a positive for a lot of people in this industry is that big mining companies realize that they got to get more gold out of the ground they're making investments they're looking at small companies and uh, good things are, are are generally happening in the uh, in the mining sector and that's the Investec Mining Clock. You said that's something you can just Google and look up, huh? It is, Investec Mining Clock. Um, you know, they put out the first one in January of two, 2016, or, um, and that was at the depths of, uh, depths of uh, yeah. depression, as I said. Yeah. Um, they've updated it to August 2017 now, and, uh, and, and you can see what's happening in the, in the sector. Um, so, you know, no matter what happens with the FOMC meeting or the jobs report or whatever the case is, I think what we're starting to see is, is, is some good things in recovery in the, in the mining sector. And, um, 
you know, ultimately in, in a sector in which you are taking assets out of the ground or taking resources out of the ground, you're going to have to replenish those somehow. And that's why this sector always tends to do well. And, you know, you know, your, your regular guest on here, Eric has told me that in the past, he said, that's why I love to invest in the mining sector. He said, the lows are so absolutely terribly low and the highs are so euphorically high. There's a huge spread in between the low and the high, and he said you can make a lot of money in those times. That's right. That's right. Bob, I want to thank you for joining us. Can you tell, uh, especially our Canadian listeners, how they can get a hold of you if they want to uh, explore this stuff a little more? Sure. It's uh, bobthompson.ca is the website, and all the contact information is uh, is there. But uh, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of my thoughts and, uh, and, and media are on that site, too, so hopefully it's informative. We've got a knowledge center, which talks a little bit about behavioral finance, which I think is important. So lots of great things on there. But uh, as always, I love to, love to be on the show with you, Craig. It's always good to talk to you, Bob. And really, before we go, I just want to remind everybody, too, we have a little special for storage clients. Uh, just here in the month of June, the folks that sprout money have struck a one-ounce gold-roaring grizzly coin. That sounds pretty cool. $39 over spot. If you aren't a storage client, you, too, can take advantage of this deal, though. Simply open a Sprott Money storage account with us. And you'll get access to this exclusive offer. Now, Canadian listeners need to visit SprottMoney.com and open a storage account today. Sounds pretty cool to me. Bob, sounds pretty cool, some of the stuff we discussed. Maybe we'll get a, uh, a cool summer rally during the hot summer months. Fantastic, Craig. That would be great. Thank you, Bob. I hope you have a great weekend. And from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.